Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today is my co-pilot, Michelle Graves, who is filling in for Jeff Harding. Jeff is away on a recruiting trip. He's working hard to invite people from all around the world to come to the Huntsman World Senior Games. So, Michelle, thank you for filling in and joining me today. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me, Kyle. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Good, good. It's a good day to have a good day. It's a good day (laughs) to have a good day. I, I love that. I love that. And I think that it is true. So, Michelle, today I want to shake things up just a little bit. Jeff's not here. You're here instead. So we're going to do things different than the way we normally do. Is that okay? Wow. <laughs> this is what happens when Jeff goes away? Well, okay. I, Sounds I, I don't exciting. know if it happens when he goes away, but he's not here and I'm doing it. So, okay. so uh, here's the thing. Usually at the end of the show, we talk about when and where people can catch the active life. But today I want to start off the show with that. Are you okay with that? Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. So listen, if you're local and live in the Southern Utah area, you can tune in live every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1. That's drive time. So on your way home from work, you can catch the latest health and wellness news, trends, inactive aging, and inspiration and motivation that we hope helps keep you moving forward. That's what our goal is for the show, right? Yes. But if you live outside the area or if you don't get a chance to listen live for whatever the reason, and I want to really emphasize this, Michelle, this show is also available as a podcast. I actually love that. that. Right? <laughs> well, I, you know, I shouldn't probably disclose this, but I've come become somewhat of a podcast junkie. Okay. All right. I know. Okay. I might need some intervention. No, I don't, don't know. Be, you but... don't need to be embarrassed. The thing is, like, you have downloadable stuff on your phone at all times. So when you're driving in your car for five minutes or, you know, wherever you are, it feels like you're accomplishing something because you get to choose the content and you learn something. And I mean, it's kind of like you never have to miss your favorite TV show or whatever because it's just right there available whenever you have time. So I love that. That is the beauty of the podcast. And you can subscribe to this podcast. It's called the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. Pretty much anywhere that podcasts are found, that includes iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. You can also find us on TuneIn and Spotify. And I know a lot of people have already adapted podcasts. You're one of them, and you've you've seen the uh, the advantages of them. Um, but some people are unfamiliar with what it is and how it works. So the best way I can describe it, and, and you've really nailed it, Michelle, is that it's kind of like like Netflix for audio content. Exactly. Right? It's Netflix for your favorite radio type shows. So using your smartphone or your tablet, you can subscribe to podcasts on a myriad of topics. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff out there. All kinds of stuff out there. And that's what's there. fun too. There's almost too much stuff really. Right, but right. then you get to choose yeah. what you want to learn about. Absolutely. So every time that a content provider or a podcaster releases new content, you will be notified, and then you can easily access that new stuff and enjoy it, like you said, Michelle, anytime that you want. It really is pretty cool. It's very cool. I, I like it. So it's easy to subscribe and add the Active Life to your list of favorite podcasts. All you have to do is open up your podcasts app on your iPhone or the Play Music app on your Android. Just do a search for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life And when it comes up, hit that subscribe button. And every time we release a new episode, you will be notified. And then you can enjoy the show 
at your leisure on your own time, which again is the beauty of podcasting. And you know uh, what? One other thing that I love yeah, yeah. is that maybe a lot of our audience knows, but when I really am in the car for only five minutes, that podcast will pause right where you are and then is you can ready to take it right back up as soon as you have time to listen. Isn't it? Isn't you it don't awesome? have to kind of fi- you don't have to kind of like <laughs> scroll and figure out where you were. So I love that too. Some real advantages there. So anyway, once you've subscribed and you listen to the show, be sure to give us a rating and write a quick review. It really helps us spread the word and uh, get the show in front of more people. Here's another thing that uh, I think people need to be aware of, another cool way to listen to the podcast, and that is you can just ask your smart speaker. And I just did this the other day, or well, I spent a couple of weeks ago, but uh, it works. So if you have an Amazon Alexa that sits on your desk or your countertop, all you got to do is ask her to play the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life podcast, and she automatically plays the most recent episode it just starts it just starts it's amazing (laughs) if you have a google home device or an apple home pod same thing just ask it to play the show and before you know it like we say you will be in active life heaven i hope so i hope (laughs) i hope what we're doing helps a little bit you know i hope so too fun and interesting topics that we try to you know talk about each week i i i hope so i i think the show is useful i think it's interesting we have some great guests um we have timely and relevant information that we share with people. So subscribe to the podcast today and you will ensure yourself that you won't miss out on any of that amazing content. Sounds great. Now, with all of that being said, Michelle, today I want to talk about what is the active life? Okay. Seems well, like a good topic, right? It's a right? good idea to define the name of our show, right? Yeah. And, and some of the things that we can do to really take advantage of and to live the active life. We've been doing this show for a few years now, and I think we've got a a fairly good idea of some of the things that are out there, some of the research that's been done, and some of the uh, activities that we all need to be engaged in to live an active, healthy life and to live what we call the active life. So we're going to get into some of those things. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Number one, this is one of the things that I think... um, It's a great place to start when you're thinking about the active life, and it's all about thinking, positive thinking, right? Yeah. So uh, we've all heard any number of times in our life, and it's it's almost become a, a cliche about the power of positive thinking. But Michelle, what if it wasn't a cliche? What if there really was power in positive thinking? That'd be cool, right? Right. Especially pertaining to an active life, because there... You know, right. some people feel negatively towards that. So, Well, absolutely. But you're right. In general, what are the ramifications from being positive to negative and how, and how does our brain respond to that? So the thing is, the thing is, and this, this is science-based. This isn't just like your, your mom tells you to smile when you're not feeling happy. I mean, this is like, this is science-based. They're actually finding that when we think positive thoughts, it makes a difference in our lives. Uh, there's a study that was performed uh, by Barbara Franklin. Um, Franklin is a positive psychology researcher at the University of North Carolina, and uh, her broaden and build theory suggests that just the act of thinking positive can broaden one's awareness and encourage novel, varied, and exploratory thoughts and actions where negative thoughts and emotions are quite limiting, which, I mean, I think that makes sense. I think there's an element of common sense in that. Isn't that so true? I mean, we really keep ourselves from progressing a lot of times because we let negative thoughts or emotions or weaknesses, insecurities, whatever they are, get in the way of moving forward and having 
You know, I mean, we can say active life in the terms of exercise, or we can say active is just moving forward and right. and really being in, in control way. of your destiny and and creating things that positively affect you. I really like that a lot. I I do too. And and not only is it just a likable theory, but again, si- science is showing that there are actual physical benefits to being optimistic and um, having optimism in your life, and that being associated with positive health outcomes on physical health, not just mental health, but on physical health. So they found that positive thinking can um, lower blood pressure. It can slow disease progression for certain kinds of cancer patients. And there's a wide variety of things that they're finding that positive thinking goes a long way. So when your mom used to tell you, fake it till you make it, she was probably onto something. And I think that that's pretty cool and worth remembering. I think I think it goes a long way. I really like that. Number two, this is one that we talk about regularly on the show, so regularly that it, it almost has become uh, kind of a, a joke with Jeff and I, but getting enough sleep. Well, you it's know... It's crucial, right? And it's really a hot topic right now. It's interesting because we've always known it's important, but right. it is really coming you know, to light in the health industry right now about the importance of just that one. It's pretty simple, like, right. Or it should be. I mean, I know a lot of people have problems with it, but if that's, I mean, that's probably one of the easier fixes when you look at all the things that are detrimental to our health. Well, and we live in a, in a society in a world that is so fast paced and we've got so many distractions and you know, our lights are on and our phones are on and our TVs are on and all of that stuff is cutting into our sleep and it is affecting our health. But let me, let me just share one or two quick things with you about getting enough sleep. One that I think most of us probably don't really think about, but, but I thought was really interesting. According to the National Highway, excuse me, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, more than 100,000 accidents can be directly attributed to drowsy driving each year. 100,000 accidents. That's in the same area as accidents that are attributed to alcohol. Wow. So drowsy driving creates as much havoc and as much damage and as many injuries and as many as much loss of life as drunk driving. Now think you, about that. And you think drunk of um drunk driving as a as kind of a choice, you know. Right. Like you shouldn't have gotten the car, you shouldn't have done that, but you never think I'm too oh, tired. I'm just too to tired because you just think, oh, I am tired, but I'm just going to push through, right? Right. And there have been s- studies that show a hundred thousand accidents every year can be attributed to drowsy driving. So, number one, from that standpoint alone, from a safety standpoint alone, we need to be getting enough sleep. But it goes way beyond that. According to the National Institute of Health, sleep plays an important role in your physical health as well. Sleep is involved in healing and repairing your heart and blood vessels. Chronic sleep deficiency seems to increase the risk of heart disease, kidney disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, and stroke. There's another study that suggests that sleep helps restore the brain by flushing out toxins that build up during waking hours. So they're finding that if if we don't get enough sleep, then those toxins stay in our brain. And these are the the same toxins that they're finding very prevalent in Alzheimer's patients. So they're making a connection between not getting enough sleep is leading to this kind of this epidemic of Alzheimer's. Now, they're, they're not coming right out and saying this is 100% the cause, but there's so much correlation there that they're saying it's really concerning. Yeah. 
Well, I, I really like that. And I've read a little bit about, I mean, I think it's really fascinating that our bodies build up in with toxins. I mean, we know that they do, right. but that sleep is the way to rid the body of that. And Isn't so, that interesting? It's really interesting because, you know, I mean, it was almost like a badge of honor if you know, not so long ago for people to say, well, I only need four hours of sleep a night. Like I can work harder and stronger and smarter when we're really finding that even if, even if your body adapts to that, it's really just not healthy and you need that cleansing period. On average, they say that an adult, that an adult needs between seven and eight hours of sleep a day. And let's be honest, most of us are not getting that. Right. (laughs) It's really true. Most of us are not getting that. Maybe even current company included, right? Like it's, t- it's, t- it's yeah. tough. It's tough. It seems like it's tough. It shouldn't be, but it is. Yeah. I but always feel it. like anything over six hours is great, but I know my body needs seven yeah. or eight. And unfortunately we feel like it's a luxury that we can't give ourselves, but we really need to give ourselves. We got to do it. We got to do it. Number three is to cut the sugar. Now we, we hear so much about that. We know I, I think we know, even if we don't act like we know, I think we know that sugar is detrimental to us. This is another really hot topic. It sugar is. really is becoming the new drug. It, well, mean, it really is. They found that there are so that it has such a strong a, addictive property to it. Here's some of the things that they found. A diet that is heavy on the added sugars. Now, I'm talking added sugars, not necessarily talking about fruits, uh, naturally occurring dairy, sugars. Grains, yeah. things that... These are added sugars could raise your risk of dying of heart disease even if you aren't overweight. So the JAMA International Medicine, uh, that's an organization, they performed a 15-year study. So this is an extensive study, a long study that, uh, that they performed on added sugar and heart disease, and they found that higher sugar rates led to higher disease rates. Now listen to this, because this is significantly higher. Participants who got more than 25% of their calories from added sugars were more than twice as likely to die from heart disease than those who had diets that included less than 10% added sugars. That's twice huge. as likely to die That's of heart huge. disease. That's a big deal. Well, when heart disease is one of the leading killers yeah, too. In exactly. And we're finding it's because of sugar. And here's the thing, sugary drinks are pretty much the biggest culprit. Yeah, they're the leading source of um, added sugars, right? Added sugar in the American diet. Yeah, so Isn't limiting, that crazy. Yeah, so limiting or even eliminating those sugary drinks from our diet can go a long way to helping us live and maintain the active life. Now, I'm just going to tell a quick personal story. A, a couple of years ago, I had my 25 uh, year high school class reunion, and we got together. And I come from a small town, so there, there's not very many of us, even under the best of circumstances, right? Like but, ten, or <laughs> yeah, yeah, about that. You know, there were there were 32 kids in my graduating okay. class, so so ten is a pretty good percentage, right? So we got together, and um, there was a kid that was there that I honestly had not seen since we graduated from high school. He had missed the other reunions, and he lives, um, you know, far away from me, and so I just I never ran into him. We were acquaintances in school, not not best buds, but acquaintances. But he was kind of. He was always a little bit heavier in high school, but uh, when I saw him at the reunion, he looked fantastic. He had slimmed right down, oh, and he great. just he looked great. And I, I complimented him on it. I said, "You're looking great, man. How did you do it?" And he said, "After high school, he kind of entered this this phase where he just really didn't take care of himself, and he ballooned to over 400 pounds. Wow! And he got worried. You know, he's like, this is not the life that I want to live.' And so he went to his doctor. His doctor said, "I want you to keep a food journal." 
which he did. And he was very diligent because he kind of reached that point where he's like, I got to do something about this. So he kept a food journal and he brought it back after a month. And as the doctor was going through it, he was like, you know, what, what you're eating isn't that abnormal. It's a little bit calorie rich, but it's not that abnormal. What about soda? What, what's your soda consumption, which apparently he hadn't kept in his journal for some reason. And it ended up that he was working at a restaurant, and one of the perks of working at the restaurant was free soda. And he said, I'm probably drinking a gallon of Mountain Dew a day because I wow. just have a big old jug, and I fill it up, and I drink it, and I fill it up, and I drink it, and I fill it up. And so the, let's just take that into perspective yeah. because a 12-ounce can of soda has nine teaspoons of sugar. And nine teaspoons of sugar is... That's added a sugar That's a lot of added is sugar. the dietary recommendation that we should have total for right. the whole day. So, so times a gallon, that's he was getting an incredible a lot. amount of but sugar. But you know what, Michelle? He's not the only one that's oh, in that that's boat. Oh, right? that's why I'm pointing it out. He's not the that's only one. the culprit for so, so many. So really, the main thing that he did was he cut the soda out of his diet. Now, he also started to have some success, and he started to exercise, and he got into biking. And like I said, he looked fantastic. He looked yeah, great. He had to do more than that. But if you if he just did that one thing. It made a huge difference. What a difference. It made a huge difference for him. So anyway, we got to cut the sugar. At least a little bit out of our diets. We all need to cut the if sugar. If we want to enjoy the active life, and right? It, and it leads to better brain health, cognitive Absolutely. thinking. I mean, there's so many um, benefits benefits for doing that. Absolutely. I agree. Let's put that on our list. Number three, <laughs> that was cut sugar. Number four, here's another one that goes right in those same lines, and that is that we've got to eat more fruits and vegetables. Yeah. We don't eat a lot of colored foods in we our diet. We don't, right? It's just generally speaking... and. You know, here's an, this is another one that's a perfect example of we know what we're supposed to do, but for the most part, we're just not getting it done. Our moms told us when we were kids, we tell our own kids, we tell our own grandkids, you got to eat your fruits and vegetables. But on an average day, and, and I'm just talking about just going through your life, you wake up in the morning, you shower, you get ready to go, you jump in your car, you realize you didn't eat breakfast, you stop at McDonald's on your way to work, you grab a... a biscuit or a muffin or something there's no fruits or vegetables in that right you get to work you're busy you grab a snickers bar about 11 o'clock because you're hangry right right and then lunch comes along and once again you run over to the burger king or to the burger place and you're eating a burger and fries there's no fruits or vegetables in that i mean potatoes potatoes kind of and then you get to dinner and you're tired so you order a pizza (laughs) and again (laughs) well that's a really bad diet i hope we're quite not that bad but i have an antidote and you know what it is so my what works for me (laughs) and it doesn't work for everyone is i and the guys you guys make fun of me but I drink green sludge. She in the does morning. drink green sludge in the morning. It's true. <laughs> and if you, because that's exactly what happens. You get on with your day, and you're too busy to think it's about true. it. So it's true. I'm not saying that getting all of those nutrients at one point of the day is actually good, good or better. It's not. It's not better or best. But at it's least I feel like nothing, I've started the day out well because I know the rest of the day is going to fall apart. Yeah. Well, and and that's one way to go about it. Vegetables, though, are important. They've got all kinds of nutrients, including potassium, vitamin A, vitamin C, just to name a few. They have dietary fiber that you get from vegetables. And we just got to do it. We just got to do it. And sadly, I'm always going to choose a candy bar over squash. But (laughs) we do need to do it. I agree. It's important. So get those fruits and vegetables. Number five. This is another one that I think is has become a real hot topic, and I think that it's important, and it is resistance training. So I think 
for most of us, for a lot of us, when we think of exercise, the first thing that pops into our, our mind, the, the visual of exercise is someone running down the street. Is that yes. fair to say? Is that what you think of? That's what I think of. Oh, I'm a cardio addict. Yeah. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with cardio. Let me just, I want to be emphatic in emphasizing cardio is great. Cardio is fantastic. But rarely do most of us think of lifting weights or resistance training when we think of exercise, but there are so, so many benefits. Well, and even for a cardio addict, like you want to be able to recruit those muscles to get up the hill. And yeah, if you're yeah. lacking in that, it's going to, it, you're going to feel it. It's going to show. So let me just define what resistance training is. It, it's simple. It's basically another way of saying exercising your muscles using an opposing force. And that opposing force can be things like dumbbells or barbells. It can be um, rubber bands. It can be a can of soup. It can be a gallon of milk. It can be whatever it is. But we need to have resistance training in our life. They're finding that resistance training helps control so many things, including management of type 2 diabetes by decreasing the visceral fat and improving the insulin sensitivity. The Department of Exercise Science at Quincy College has found that resistance training might also enhance cardiovascular health by reducing the resting blood pressure. And aside from that, using resistance training can help promote bone development. They found that uh, bones can be strengthened by 1% to 3% by using resistance training. And that's huge for an aging population that is worried about falling. Yes. And I Stronger even feel muscles that mean less falls. in my midlife, you know, you can't keep the um, same uh, element of muscle tone as you could so easily back in your, you know, teens, 20s, 30s. Like it really changes as you get older. Muscles do atrophy and, and you've got to work them. And bone density is very important for seniors. Absolutely. Absolutely. So resistance training, throw that into the mix. Of the active life. I try. It's hard. (laughs) Here's the next one. Interval training. Okay. Now this one to me. related. Yeah. This one to me is really interesting because what they found with interval training, um, it kind of became really popular as a a weight loss technique and it is quite effective uh, according to the studies that they've done for weight loss. But in addition to that, they found that interval training for some reason actually makes our cells healthier. And in addition to making ourselves healthier, and this is really interesting and I think just important and fascinating, especially for an aging population, for those who are interested or competing in the Huntsman World Senior Games, but the benefits of interval training were significantly greater for older people than they were for younger people. So in other words, if you had to choose just one exercise, it's the only type of exercise that I'm going to do, it might be interval training it might be your best bet and because I like it, it. It, make, it makes your cells, your actual, your cells healthier. It makes your cells younger. I think it helps clean those toxins out too. When yeah. you go hard and then rest and go hard and then rest. And it's actually great, um, especially for our senior population, because you can, as far as like, if you were running, you can run for four minutes, walk for two minutes, you know, it's, it's, right, right, it's right. work and recovery, work and recovery, which if there's better results from that, then that's ideal to me. Yeah. Like so, so across the board, fantastic results. It helps your heart. It helps your muscles. But again, even down at that cellular level, and again, they found that uh, older people had just tremendously um, accelerated benefits in the mitochondria, the powerhouses of the cells when they were doing interval training as opposed to other types of, of exercise. So definitely one you ought to consider. 
And Michelle, that brings us to our last one. Number seven. the, The number seven way to live the active life, and that is to simply get involved and compete as an athlete at the Huntsman World Senior Games when you're eligible. Well, and we're a big advocate of that. Absolutely, absolutely. We just love our job and what we do. But now is the time to get registered for the Games. As of this morning, we had over 6,800 registered participants, which is very high for this time of year. It's going to be a fantastic event, probably a record-breaking year, so don't delay. Visit SeniorGames.net and register today for your choice of one of 30 different sports. The 2018 dates for this year's games are October 8th through the 20th. And remember that you can tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. And just like I said at the beginning of the show, don't forget that you can also subscribe to our podcast pretty much anywhere podcasts are found, including your iTunes, Google, Stitcher, we are also found in TuneIn and Spotify. You can add us to your list of favorite podcasts by searching for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. All you have to do is hit that subscribe button. And then every time that we release a new episode, you will be notified. If you enjoy the show, give us a rating. Write a quick review. It really helps us get the word out there. If you have an idea for a show or a question for us, don't be bashful. Shoot us an email at activelife at seniorgames.net. And, Michelle, it comes down to this, our inspirational thought for the day. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. It comes from American writer Ricky Rogers. She says, strength doesn't come from what you can do. It comes from overcoming the things you once thought you couldn't. Positive thinking. Until next Thursday, stay active. Bye-bye.